waiting to take off from Afghanistan. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Firefox News Online. And yes, it is time as always, as you just heard, for Talking Points. Thanks to Joe Biden and his disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, six planes waiting to take off from Afghanistan will not be leaving Afghanistan. And why is that? Because they have Americans on board. The Taliban need these Americans as hostages. That's right. You heard me correctly. They're going to need these folks as hostages. And God forbid, human shields. Yes. And why is that? Why is the Taliban not willing to let them go? Why are they holding them hostage? Because they are a, and I quote, terrorist organization. Yes, they're a terrorist organization. Recognized as a terrorist organization right here in the United States of America. I don't know if Joe Biden will ever get mentally checked by a psychiatrist, but he should be. He needs to have a psychiatrist check him thoroughly because he is clearly. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to have to restart talking points because apparently the microphone wasn't active when I started talking points on Mixler. Sorry about that. I forgot to check it. Out of his fucking mind. No Good evening and welcome to another edition of Firefox News Online. And yes, it is time as always, as you just heard, for talking points. Thanks to Joe Biden and his disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, six planes waiting to take off from Afghanistan will not be leaving Afghanistan. And why is that? Because they have Americans on board. The Taliban need these Americans as hostages. That's right. You heard me correctly. They're going to need these folks as hostages. And God forbid, human shields. Yes, and why is that? Why is the Taliban not willing to let them go? Why are they holding them hostage? Because they are a, and I quote, terrorist organization. Yes, they're a terrorist organization. Recognized as a terrorist organization right here in the United States of America. I don't know if Joe Biden will ever get mentally checked by a psychiatrist, but he should be. He needs to have a psychiatrist check him thoroughly because he is clearly out of his fucking mind. No ifs, ands, or buts, America. He's out of his tree. Gone. Like, way gone. So gone, in fact, that there isn't a mental hospital on the planet that could even remotely begin to treat him, nor would they want to. So, I gotta ask you, America, I really have to ask you the most basic of questions. Where can we send Joe Biden to get his brain cells checked? I mean, it's obvious to me that there's something mentally wrong with this old bum. I mean, the guy needs serious psychiatric help. He either has dementia or Alzheimer's, as I've said many times here. Okay? It's not hard to figure out. It's not rocket science. But things are worse than that. Because of this, okay, he has put American lives at risk. Yes, at risk, but he doesn't care. He's calling this whole situation a success. How the fuck do you call this a success when obviously people are being held hostage that are American citizens trying to leave 
and the Taliban won't let them leave. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot. My bad. They're holding them hostage. Hostage. And, of course, he's not going to send any soldiers over there to help bring them back, which means those Americans on board those planes are as good as dead. They are as good as dead as a doornail. If they die because of Biden's incompetence, then every Democrat that supports him in the Congress, the alleged Veep, and the commander-in-thief who stole the election, Joseph Robinette Biden, should all be rounded up and held in custody on the charge of treason. And for those of you who are keeping score, this situation is going to end badly for these Americans that are currently still in Afghanistan. Now, I've got a clip uh, that I'm going to play for you. Uh, It's from a story on Newsmax. And they interviewed early this morning. I saw the interview live when it happened. Um, They interviewed a congressman who's going to explain a lot of it, a lot of what's happening. And believe me when I tell you, you need to listen to this clip carefully. I'll have that for you in just a few moments. One other item in my talking points has to do locally here in the state of New York. Youssef Salam, one of the accused Central Park Five, is running for state senator here in New York. Must be running as a Democrat because I don't think anybody would in the Republican Party would be stupid enough to let this criminal run for state senator. Democrats would. But he's an accused rapist. Why would you want someone like that in the Democratic Party? Oh, wait a minute. You had Andrew Cuomo, who is an accused sexual harasser. He's also been accused of causing the deaths of thousands of senior citizens, which I'd like to see him get charged for murder on, and, of course, get charged tried and convicted for sexual harassment of these 11 women who came forward. But Youssef Salam, one of the Central Park Five, running for state senator, well, let's face it. Why don't they just run Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck or maybe even Popeye the Sailor? Oh, that would be in skin. Yeah, I know, I know. Cheesy imitation of of Popeye, but you get the idea, America. Here we have someone who was accused of rape. Okay? Accused of rape. And he's running for state senator. So I guess if you're a rapist or you're a sexual harasser, you can be a governor or a state senator or... Whatever. The thing is, the Democrats are desperate for their power base. They have to have whatever they can get their hands on. Look what they've got in the White House, and look what they've got in the vice president's office. 
They've got Creepy Joe and Camel Toe the Hoe. As far as Speaker of the House, look what they got there. Nancy, I love my martinis, Pelosi. So, yeah, there's a lot of, you get what I'm saying, folks, I'm sure. There's a lot of buffoonery, stupidity, and outright bullshit that comes out of, as Billy Montana used to say, Washington deceive us. Look, there's no excuse for this kind of and level of stupidity and outright moronic behavior, except for the fact that they're Democrats that haven't got the brains God gave them. But America, we have an opportunity to change that in 2022, and if Trump runs in 2024, we have a great opportunity for the Republicans to take back the House, the Senate, and the White House. Yeah, I know there's some of you out there saying, oh, but the Democrats will cheat, they'll cheat, they'll cheat. They've done it before, they'll do it again. They'll cheat, they'll cheat, they'll cheat. If you want to believe that kind of stupidity, considering they're running scared like fucking jackrabbits, yeah, go ahead and believe that. I don't. I don't buy that, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Bullshit. So let's just remember... That's exactly what it is. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend tonight's broadcast everywhere around the world on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time as always for the rest of the story. And we're live, large and in charge from our studios in the Hudson Valley. As always, it is September the 6th, 2021, and we're about to have some fun. So, if you're all set and ready to rock, let's see what we got. But first, first of all, I need to go to the phones. And bring in Mike from Louisiana. First one to call in tonight. Woohoo! You beat Gunslinger to the call in. Wow, that's that's shocking. Mm-hmm. Usually he's called in by now. <laughs> yep. Nah. You know, you know, George. You mentioned his brain capacity. The the alleged. Uh, President's brain brain capacity. Both you and I, you're, you're you've got your epilepsy. I've got I'm a seizure risk. But both of you and I have taken what is known as an EEG, right? Mm-hmm. And what that is, what that is, is that's to see whether or not your brain has gotten worse or stayed the same. I'm surprised that nobody is thinking, thought to have this guy, Joseph Robinette Biden, take an EEG. Just to see what his brain well, looks like. Yeah, but, but Mike, you got to understand, an electroencephalogram, or EEG, is only really meant for, it, it, it only checks for abnormalities in the brainwave pattern. Right. Okay. So 
unfortunately, they would they would have to do a psychiatric evaluation of him because, quite frankly, he's 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 gotten he is just plain nuts. Okay, <laughs> he's just plain screwball. I mean, let's face the reality. Between the between you, me, and Gunslinger. Okay, just one quarter of our brain could outthink him in a New York minute. Okay, it's really that simple. <laughs> he, it's we we could use a quarter of our brains to outthink Joe Biden in a New York minute, and it wouldn't even be a contest. He'd lose yeah. every single time. You know. And here, here's something else to think about. It. Right. Here's something else to think about, though, George. And if our if our friend Billy would call, he brought. We were talking about this one night, and he brought it up, you know, and he talked about back in the late '80s or whatever. Uh, Biden had a couple of aneurysms, brain aneurysms. Now, you're telling me. He's going to be the same, even if they fix those things, right? He's going to be the same after as he was before, you know? If you have something like that that happens inside your brain, that's going to alter your brain, right? So I would think so. I mean, that, yeah. You would, yeah. So you would, I, I don't know what his brain was like before those two aneurysms. I mean... He's a Democrat, after all, and we know they don't think anyway. They they have a short circuit in their brain anyway, being a Democrat, right? So <laughs> basically, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, if you already have your short circuit in your brain, and then you have a if you have a, and you have a brain aneurysm, what does that do to your brain then? You know. It could turn your brain to Swiss cheese. Yes, it could. Well, joining us on the line. Go ahead. Joining joining us joining us on the line at three four seven nine four five five seven four seven is Gunslinger from the Lone Star State. Hey, Gun. Yo yo yo! What's the shooting? Uh, good question. Don't know yet. <laughs> well, we know one thing is that the dumbass is still in the in the White House, so oh, well, I guess that's one situation there. But uh, <laughs> what else? <laughs> you know, what else? Wow. Oh, uh, camel toe. Ooh, pig lotion. Ooh, they're all still there. How horrible. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> exactly, buddy. It's like, um, right. So, <laughs> good grief. So, what this moron did, what this completely brain dead individual did with Afghanistan, we now know 
that there are at least six planes that are on the ground, ready to leave with Americans on board. Problem is, the Taliban won't let them leave. They're holding them hostage. And what did I say, guys, last week? They were, they're being held hostage? Well, it's been confirmed. If the Taliban won't let them leave, they're what? Hostages. Now, I have an audio clip that I'm going to play in just a moment here. I've got to find the right story for it. I think I got it here. Yes, I do. And i got to stop the clip from playing. There we go. Okay. Now, I'm going to play this clip, and I want you guys to listen carefully. This is from Newsmax. Uh, Claudia Tenney is one of the guests that's being interviewed. And retired Navy Admiral and Texas Representative Ronnie Jackson were both interviewed. This is uh, last Friday. This is from Friday. I want you to listen to this carefully. Because you're they're going to you're going to well check it out for yourselves guys. Uh, let's see here. There we go. And here it comes. All right, well, I'm not the only one saying this. Congressman Claudia Tenney is also demanding the full transcript of the release, and we're not, we don't know for sure, but I bet Congressman Ronnie Jackson wants to see it also. Morning to, or evening to both of you. I appreciate you being here. So, uh, Congresswoman Kenny, I, I, I got to ask, you've been calling for this, uh, for this transcript for quite some time now, and they're not giving it to you. No, they're not. And uh, we would like to see it. Obviously, you did a great job in your monologue describing that Donald Trump was impeached for left. And actually, on a corruption charge, interestingly, that ultimately had something to do with our former vice president and his son. And now we have a situation where American servicemen and women were killed because of this absolutely outrageous and disgraceful dereliction of duty by Joe Biden in the, in the policy and this evacuation of Afghanistan, the total surrender. Uh, this is unacceptable. I don't know why they're not producing the transcript. Jen Psaki, you know, demanded that Donald Trump turn over the, the transcript when she was on the other side and uh, when Donald Trump was president. So, yep. you know, this is something we have to see so we can start impeachment proceedings. We need to look into this. And I'm demanding that Nancy Pelosi bring those. I know that it's not going to be likely a, a Republican is going to have to do this, but she's third in line to the president. And I mm. think it's up to her to stand up and, and hold him accountable. Yeah, I, I mean, and, and because the Internet is forever, I mean, Jen Psaki did tweet out a while ago, three years ago, when the, uh, that, that call happened between uh, the, the Ukrainian president and, the, uh, and, and President Trump, that they actually had, um, you know, that they, they had, she called for the full transcript, she called for all the audio, she called for the, the whistleblower, everything. Here, we have it right here. It's not just the call transcript. The whistleblower complaint would likely have more details. We need both and not just the call. My, 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 how the times have turned, Mr. Jackson. How are you? 
I'm doing well. Thank you, Carl. Hey, I'd like to start by thanking Representative Tenney. She has been tireless in her efforts to help us get our American citizens out of this country. She is doing exactly what every member of Congress should be doing. She and I have been working extremely hard. This is not going to be the first nor the last lie that we've heard from the Biden administration. This entire thing is just a web of lies. We're working today. We still, both of us, we still have people over there. I have American citizens, citizens, uh, at least seven of them, probably more from my district right now, that are trapped over there right now. They cannot get out. And you know what? We were told, we were told today, I was told that the State Department, I have some of them, and I won't say where, because I don't put them in danger, but I have some that are already at airports. They've already been manifested on flights. The yeah. planes are there. Everything is ready to go. They can't get out. And the reason they can't get out is because the Taliban won't release the flight until September the 9th because they want to be recognized as, a, as an official government. They want to be officially recognized as a legitimate government before then. And I guarantee you, yeah. these hostages we have, they're hostages right now being held until the American, until the United States, until the Biden administration recognizes the Taliban as a government. You just yep. mark my word, that's coming. Well, we all, I mean, we all said that. Congressman Tenney, we, we have Jen Psaki the other day went into full spin mode trying to clean up this mess. Listen to what she said. Have plans to project that Afghan forces were still in control. Can you, is that accurate? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Call? Well, I'm not going to get into private diplomatic conversations or leaked transcripts of phone calls. Oh, well, Congresswoman, she's not going to get into private conversations or leaked diplomatic cables or anything like that. What do you say? Well, first, let me thank Ronnie Jackson. Uh, he's been tremendous, uh, amazing member of Congress, uh, service, served in the, in the Trump administration. And the he's Obama. all right. We like him a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> great guy. Uh, but, you know, we have been working, and it's tragic, the stories that we're getting, just trying to get American citizens and some of our, our, our key allies out of there and, and great Afghan uh, interpreters and people who are literally, like, fearing for their lives, holed up in, in uh, apartments with no access to food or getting out of their apartments. Right even getting off uh, out of the planes. But let me say this. She's talking about a confidential relationship and uh-huh. in, a, in a national security interest with a foreign president when there is actually uh, a statute that was signed into law that requires that the State Department and the president come to our committees, the Foreign Affairs Committee, the Intel Committee, hmm. and, uh, and, and reveal to us when they're going to do a drawdown of troops in specifically Afghanistan. They waived that obligation based on national security interests. So it's more important to have a conversation with a, an Afghan leader than it is with, the, with Congress. And they, we are the ones responsible for oversight. Yeah. So this is also you know, potentially an impeachable offense relating to that call as well. Yeah. Well, Congressman Jackson, your colleague, Oklahoma Congressman Mark Wayne Mullen, that we love this guy. He's awesome. Uh, he traveled all the way to Tajikistan to help rescue some people. This guy is like a, a modern congressional Rambo. Uh, tell us a little bit about him. He's a fantastic guy. He's a real patriot. I talked to him uh, when he was on his way back. I talked to him actually a few times while he was mm-hmm. over there. And I, it, it, he'll tell you when you talk to him, he'll tell you. The one thing he brought back from this is he's never, ever been more ashamed of his own government in the way this has been handled. We have left American citizens to fend for themselves among a bunch of murderous terrorists, Mm -hmm. and things are not going to go well. There's some of these people, if we don't get them out of there, ASAP, they are going to die because of this. And Mark Wayne was over there. He saw it firsthand, and he experienced the frustration firsthand. uh, But he's a real patriot for going over there and trying to make a difference. Uh, You know, we give him all the credit in the world. Congressman Ronnie Jackson of Texas and Congresswoman Claudia Tenney of New York, thank you very much both. All right. So you heard what uh, 
Congresswoman Claudia Tenney had to say in regards to impeaching this guy. You heard what uh, Congressman Jackson said in regards to uh, what happened with these Americans that are basically being held hostage because the, the Taliban will not release them until, the United, until Biden recognizes the Taliban as a legitimate government, which they're not. They, they, they overthrew the legitimate government, kicked it out of, out of the building. I mean, if this stupid son of a bitch recognizes the Taliban as a legitimate government, knowing full well that the United States has them as a terrorist organization by all rights... So, where where do what, what can what can what can be done about it? I mean, we're looking at uh, a very serious situation here, and as you just heard Congressman Jackson say, okay, if they don't get their way, these hostages are dead; they will die, and if that happens. I would I, I personally will hold Joseph Biden criminally responsible for for allowing them to die. So let me start with uh, with you gunslinger and uh, then I'll get uh, Mike's comments and before we even go to comments from you guys, just very quickly I want to let you know that Iggy Mom watching on Twitch uh, sends her regards. so she said she said hello to everybody. So, Gunslinger, you. let's get your uh, <laughs> let's get your comments, there, buddy. Well, <laughs> do you expect anything from the Joker in chief? Okay, you know that he that you know that he's going to bend down and kiss their ass. Okay, you know that that that's coming. Okay, he's already bend down and took a knee. Uh, you know the way that does a dumb fuck, baby. That is does not show leadership. That that shows being a fucking coward. When you take a knee like that, you're 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 just agreeing with these motherfuckers. You're you're just you're turning your back on America is what you're doing. You there's clearly there's clear pictures out there where he's taking a knee compared to President Trump, which he wouldn't do that. Okay. Because President Trump is not a fucking coward. He's a leader. But you get this bozo that's in there right now that's already, I mean, fucked up. I mean, that motherfucker would fuck up a wet dream. I swear to God. Okay? He had a he had a plan. Or, I mean, he didn't have a plan. Trump, President Trump had the plan. But he, if he would have just followed the plan, everything could have been smoothed over and everything could have been basically worked out like clockwork, okay? But no, this motherfucker goes in there like a goddamn bull in a goddamn china closet, okay, or a store, and does the most ridiculous fucking thing in history. Uh, pulls the military out. Fuck the citizens. <laughs> Fuck 80-something billion dollars worth of equipment. You're supposed to go in there and get the civilians out. Then you get your equipment out. Then you get your military out. 
That's the smart thing to do. But when you're dealing with a dumb puck, you know, you don't even know where he is half the fucking time. Okay? Uh, so it, it's only proved that he's not running the show. Okay? When he comes up there, these press conferences, and says, well, I've been instructed to only talk to this reporter or this reporter. Wait a minute. I've only been instructed? Okay. The creepy, sleepy, nappy Joe. Who the fuck's your boss there? You're supposed to be the goddamn president of the United States. Grow a set of balls and act like one, dumb fuck. Go ahead. No, and I agree wholeheartedly, Gunslinger. I mean, he stood there and said, and, and said, I, you know, I've been instructed not to answer questions about this and so on like that. And it's like, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. Back up the bus, Gus. Allegedly, you're the president of the United States. You're the commander-in-chief. You're supposed to be the leader of the free world. And you, you've been instructed not to do something? Does the term puppet on a string sound familiar? Think about that, folks. Mike, going to you. There is a there is a uh, there is a meme or a minion on Facebook that I don't know if Gunn put it in the FMNO, but it it's it's Joe Biden with a big long beard and and white hair and long white hair and he's he's called some dumb fuck, you know. So uh, yes, he did. That's what. He, Yes, so, so, so then there's that, you know. But you're right. This is you don't negotiate with terrorists. And look, if if we nego if we if this dumb asshole uh, does this and considers himself a government, that's like we're 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 letting ourselves into another PLO type situation. Everybody remembers what the PLO was. There were a bunch of freaking terrorists. And then somewhere along the line, they got considered as the the ruling government of the uh, Palestinians. All right? But they were terrorists. That's where we're headed with this thing. That's where we look like we're headed for this thing, you know? Another PLO, you know? And this is... This is this guy. This is he was he was a young uh, was he a senator at the time in the early, in the seventies when this happened? You know when this happened? Uh, yeah, they, I think so. Yeah, so he was a young senator in the seventies when when the, everybody started to consider the PLO as the ruling government of and Yasser Arafat. Yasser, no, sir, Yasser, you know, thank you, Johnny Carson, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Yasser Arafat as the president of the PLO and basically the de facto uh, terrorist head of the government of, of the, uh, of the, you know, of the Palestinians, which we've seen, we saw how that worked out, right? That there was... 
they were backwards for a long freaking time. Oh, you know, but that's that's another show for another time. I mean, we could be headed toward that with the uh, with the uh, if if they end up recognizing them as a government. And hell, they they've never met a totalitarian. The Democrats have never met a totalitarian or a terrorist they did not like. For God's sake, uh, Obama started his political career in the House. Of freaking Bill Ayers, all right. Bill Ayers is a homegrown, has been and is a homegrown terrorist. All right. So, back to you, George. Well, I have not heard of the Palestinian Liberation Organization uh, being dissolved. So as far as I know, they're still out there. They're still there. I mean, yes, Yasser Arafat, Yasser Nasser, whatever. Johnny Carson, one of these days. I hope somebody hits you in the ass with a lightning bolt up there. (laughs) Dirty name. But, uh, no, even with Yasser Arafat long since gone, let's face the reality. You've got terrorist organizations that hate us, despise us, want us dead. So what the Taliban is doing is they're basically demanding that the, that the United States recognize them as a legitimate government. And if we don't recognize them as a legitimate government, what do you think they'll do with those American hostages? Like Representative Jackson said, they will be killed. They'll die. And I'm sorry, but that is that is unacceptable. That is absolutely ridiculous. Now, there are two stories that came out on the Gateway Pundit. One was on the 5th and the other one on the 6th. The first one, on the 5th, had the following headline. Six planes in northern Afghanistan now held hostage by Taliban, filled with Americans and Afghan SIV holders. Hashtag Biden effect. All right. But then... Another story came out today on the Gateway Pundit, which shows image, an image has surfaced of stranded planes filled with Americans at Mazar-i-Sharif Airport in Afghanistan. Taliban holds planes hostage as Biden State Department blocks departures. The Taliban are holding them fucking hostage, and the State Department blocks the departure. What the fuck? Does the State Department work for the fucking Taliban now? I'll get a load of this. Let me. And and, and by the way, 
I'm going to show the uh, the image uh, on the screen. All right. Bear with me while I try to reduce it down just a tiny bit. There we go. Um, I'm also having a, a, a little bit of a uh, problem here. Recently, I signed. I, I inadvertently signed up as a Windows Insider. Uh, that's supposed to give you like a heads up on on new uh, features and everything else. Well, I couldn't catch it in time, um, but Windows updated my Windows. I now have Windows 11. I'll tell you more about that a little bit later on. So, and unfortunately, where I where with Windows 10, you could move the taskbar anywhere on the screen. With Windows 11, you can't. So it's down on the bottom where it originally started from, and it's getting a little used to because I had the taskbar up on the top of the screen, not the bottom, more at eye level. So. Let's see here. There we go. Now, folks, I'm going to show you this image. And uh, wait a minute. Before I do that, let me post the link in the chat room so you guys in in chat will see it as well on Mixler. Uh, I want you to take a look at this. This is an aerial photograph. All right, there it is. Now we'll just switch the view. Now, these planes have American hostages on board, and they are hostages. This is Biden's fault, clearly his fault. If these Americans die, they have he has three days to give in to their demands. Problem is, we don't know if he's going to or not. There's no telling what this brainless twit is going to do. But there you have it, folks. Right there in a nutshell, what you just saw on the screen, and guys, what, you, what I showed you in the chat. And hopefully you did take a look at it. But now, let me go to the... Uh, the story in question here. And there's even a clip that I'm going to play from this from Fox News Sunday. Uh, Folks, bear, bear in mind I don't trust Fox News Sunday as far as I can throw it. 
because of the guy that hosts it. But this is information I think you'll want to hear. The State Department suspended all operations in Afghanistan on, on August 31st. The administration withdrew all personnel from Afghanistan. If you are stranded in the country of Doha, Qatar Embassy, uh, in the country, the Doha, Qatar Embassy will assist you. Good luck. And that's that's what the first, just the first couple of lines say in regards to this. As reported earlier, the Taliban is holding six planes filled with Americans and Afghan SIVs hostage in northern Afghanistan. Several retired special forces and U.S. veterans traveled to Afghanistan to rescue and bring the people, Americans, home that Joe Biden left stranded in the country. The planes cannot take off unless the Taliban clears them, which can easily be handled with a telephone call. Our heroes and the people they rescued are sitting ducks, hostages of the Taliban, who operate the airport at mazar i sharif An image of the planes, which I just showed you on the screen, ladies and gentlemen, and, and of course, um, describing what, what the image shows, are six planes on the ground. Um was posted online Sunday. Now, via Babak Tavi, it seems they are hostages now. Satellite images taken by hashtag Maxar shows two Airbus A340s and four Boeing 737s of hashtag Cam Air in Mazar I Sharif not being allowed to leave. Not being allowed to leave today. Bear with me one second. Now I'm going to play this clip. And uh, let's see, there it is. Again, this is this clip is uh, from Fox News Sunday. Let me just make sure I got my audio squared here. Since we left the country on Friday, how many Americans have gotten out of Afghanistan? Since we pulled out, how many Afghan allies have gotten out since the Taliban was in complete control of the country? I understand. Zero. And in fact, we have six airplanes at Maza Sharif Airport, six airplanes with American citizens on them as I speak, uh, also with these interpreters 
and the Taliban is holding them hostage for demands right now. They, we have, the state has cleared uh, these flights, and the Taliban will not let them leave the airport. So, I'm sorry, the answer to your question is zero. And that's my concern, is they're going to demand more and more, whether it be cash or legitimacy, as the government of Afghanistan. Let, let me pick up on this, because I didn't know this. You're saying that there are Americans on airplanes ready to fly out of Afghanistan right now, and they're not being allowed out because Taliban is making demands. What demands are the Taliban making? Well, they are not, uh, they are not clearing the airplanes to depart. They, they've set, sat at the uh, airport for the last couple of days, uh, these planes, and they're not allowed to leave. Uh, we know the reason why is because the Taliban wants something in exchange. This is really, Chris, turning into a hostage situation where they're not going to allow American citizens to leave until they get full recognition from the United States of America. My concern is that Zal Khalizad, our special envoy, who's met with the Taliban, they're in talks right now, uh, and I, think, I, I worry his recommendation to the administration will be to recognize the Taliban as the official government of the United States, a, a Taliban organization uh, that is a terrorist organization. Now that was uh, Representative McCall, uh, McCall, <clears throat> that you just heard from. So here we have a very, a very serious situation. It really is. <clears throat> now I'm going to read uh, the rest of this item, this item uh, before I go to comments. Now the the Biden State Department is refusing to act and American lives are in grave danger. This comes via Fox News. The State Department's delays are recklessly endangering American lives. Three different individuals involved in the private evacuation effort told Fox News. Rick Clay, who runs the private rescue group Plan B, told Fox News that the State Department is the only thing preventing the flight he's organizing from leaving Afghanistan. Two other American individuals separately involved in the evacuation efforts whom Fox News is not naming to avoid jeopardizing ongoing rescue efforts similarly said that the State Department is the sole entity preventing their charter flights from leaving Afghanistan. This is zero place to be negotiating with American lives. Those are our people standing on the tarmac, and all it takes is a fucking phone call. One of those individuals, who has been integral to private evacuation efforts from Afghanistan, told Fox News. If one life is lost as a result of this, the blood is on the White House's hands. The blood is on their hands. That individual said, adding... It is not the Taliban that is holding this up. As much as it is, as much as it sickens me to say that, it is the United States government. But yet we know it's the Taliban that's holding up the works because they're making, they're demanding that the United States recognize them as a legitimate government. Now, if that recommendation goes to Biden and he recognizes the Taliban as a legitimate organization, a, a legitimate government 
that should clinch it right there for for his impeachment, his removal from office, and as much as it pains me to say, yes, it will mean that camel toe the hoe and martini sucking Pelosi move up, but here's the problem. They both are aware of what's going on. They know what, what's happening. They're just as complicit. So impeaching Biden is one thing, but you've got to get rid of Harris and Pelosi too. Because everything that Biden knows, Harris knows. And of course, because Pelosi trusts Biden and supports what everything he does knows what's going on. She's just as complicit. So now, gentlemen, the question becomes, if it comes down to it, how should the how should they be dealt with? If if the recommendation goes to the White House and the White House says, We recognize the Taliban as the legitimate government of Afghanistan, how should Biden, Harris, and Pelosi be dealt with under uh, under uh, under legal terms? All right, Mike, you were last to comment, so I want to go to you first. Okay, so if they do do that, what's stopping the Taliban from killing them anyway? You know. Nothing, you know, so they would be not only complicit in this thing, but they would be, if anything, all of them, uh, Biden, Camelco, and, of course, Miss Martini there, Asti Spumanti, uh, is, would be, could be and should be uh, brought up as accessories to murder. Because that's what's going to happen to these people. They're going to get murdered, you know. So, yeah, they should be. And and look, you know, we know we know. Now, I, I tend to think that the way it's supposed to work, uh, George, is that the guy, the person who takes over as the president, the vice president who takes over as the president gets a chance to choose his or her own own, uh, presidential uh, vice president. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's for sure that uh, Pelosi would move up. And frankly, I don't know if she'd want to move up to the vice presidency because think about it. As of right now, she's one of the most powerful people in Washington, isn't she? So, as far as, far as the drunk, Congress goes, yes. Yeah. yeah, so she would, she, I mean, and really, as of right now, the vice president is not uh, considered as a powerful person because it's more of a ceremonial thing, right? So, She's not going to want to give up that power to become the vice president, I don't think. Now, will she have that choice? You know, will would they allow 
camel toe the hoe to choose her own vice president? Ah, does, does camel toe the hoe even want to be the vice president? The, I mean, the president. I mean, at one point, I've, I've, I've already said this, George, that at one point she did want to be the president. But that was back before the election, back before the cheating happened, back before, you know, as she was running and, and as she was running and not being able to, you know, garner enough votes to get out of the primary. Okay? So you got that going on. But, yeah, they're complicit and not only... Uh, I've, ta- I've, ta- I've already taken it one step further as, as to complicity. I'm talking about accessory to murder. Back to you, George. Well, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> let's 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 bottom line it here, okay? If her- if Biden is removed, right? What's going to happen in short order is. Harris becomes president pro tem of the United States. She can choose her own vice presidential uh, sidekick, but I think she would choose Nancy Pelosi. And Nancy Pelosi, being a power-hungry despot, would agree to it. Because while the vice president, you know, doesn't have a whole lot to do. If anything happens to Harris, let's say that they move up, she becomes the president temporarily. If Harris were to die in office, like as as with any president, then the vice president becomes the president. And then she would have to pick her beat. The problem is, again, I don't see Pelosi turning down the vice presidential position because that puts her one step closer to the presidency. In the event something God, you know, were to God knows, you know, anything can happen in this world today, but if anything were to happen to Harris. Upon moving up. So, I firmly believe that um, when, when you have power-hungry assholes, they're going to want more power. And Pelosi's going to see moving up to the vice presidential position as a move up closer to more power in her hands. Now, of course, the vice president can do a lot of diplomatic meetings with world leaders. So let's say, let's say the president of the United States, whoever it may be, is dealing with uh, the prime minister of Israel. While, he, while, he, while, while the president is dealing with the prime minister of Israel, let's say, the vice president can talk with, uh, say, the uh, the German Chancellor or Prime Minister or whatever the case is over there or talk with the Prime Minister of England 
blah, blah, blah. So there's always going to be that kind of horse trading going on. And, of course, everything that's discussed by the vice president with a world leader is told to the president of the United States and vice versa because they have to be up to speed on everything. A vice president doesn't, doesn't just sit there and, until, you know, for looks. The vice president is supposed to know every single thing the president does. Everything. So, yeah, while, while again, Harris can pick who she wants, the likelihood of her picking Pelosi is very real. And that's what scares me. Gunslinger? Now, you, well, heard, you, what, know, you heard what uh, McCool said and everything, so based on what you heard in that clip and also what, we've, we, we, what you've already heard Mike and I talking about, where do you stand? Traitor, treason, criminals, evil fucking motherfuckers. Pretty much sums it up there. Okay. You know Pelosi is power hungry, like they all are. Okay. When you're in a position of that position, you want to move on up. Okay. Because you know Pelosi is a little fucking dictator, just like Comrade Clinton would be a wannabe dictator if she got it. Only thing that stood in her way was President Clinton. What did I say? President Trump. Damn. Wash my mouth out. Shit. Yeah. Slip of the lip there, no doubt. But anyway. <laughs> uh yeah. The only thing that was standing in their way was President Trump. Okay. Um they, these people are evil power hungry motherfuckers, okay? I mean, they they want their own agenda. Fuck the American people. Fuck everybody. They done killed, what, 13 soldiers in Afghanistan with probably a couple hundred Afghanistans or whatever they are. Probably going to kill more. Okay. So what? They didn't. They don't care. Uh, hell, they killed 3,000 in 9-11, didn't they? Over mm-hmm. 3,000. So, okay, and they didn't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about about the American people. Democrats do not give a fuck about the American people. Okay, that's bottom line. Okay, so these people should be brought up on charges, if they will. Probably won't because they're too high in the sky. You know, they're above the law. You know, it, nobody's supposed to be above the law, right? At least that's what my understanding is, but they are. They're given special treatment, okay, over other people. I'll give you the classic example that I learned. I didn't know this. You know, constitutional carry got passed, you know, last last Wednesday here in Texas, mm-hmm. and I've been reading, I've been reading up on it real good because I carry. <laughs> okay, in fact, I went out Friday on a forty-five mile trip, concealed carry, open carry. It was great, Harry carry. But anyway, one of the stipulations of, of or of open carry or constitutional carry is that say you want to go take a flight somewhere 
and you have a concealed handgun license from the state of Texas, you know, permission from Big Daddy. Well, if you happen to go into the airport, mistakenly, you forgot your handgun in your bag or something. The TSA will just say, hey, you know, yeah, I know we, I, I see your license. Would you please take it out there to your car? Okay, great. But if now, if you are constitutionally carrying, you will go to jail for a felony right then and there. Wait a minute. That's just giving the license carry a a get-out-of-jail-free uh, card. Wait a minute. Are they above the law, too? So it's the same thing. Even in that situation, as the same thing as it is in, in Washington to see us, it's the same fucking thing. These people get special treatment, okay? It's, it's clear. And I, when I read that, I'm going, you got to be kidding me. But it's true. It is true. It's just, uh, crazy. But if you look at this clip in the, that I just popped into the chat room there, this whole thing is erupting nationwide. It's a chant. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. It's only about 15 seconds long. And you'll see the attitude that the American people are getting towards this motherfucker. And it ain't good. Good. When crowds are shouting, fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> uh, take a listen. <laughs> You'll see what I'm saying. Go ahead. Uh, unfortunately, I can't look at the clip because my antivirus blocked it. Because one of the certificates on it is expired. So, can't really look at it, unfortunately. But yeah, th- this this whole this whole thing uh, is ridiculous. Now, there's a thing on Twitter going around that says Taliban good, Trump bad. Are they fucking insane? Whoever put put that on Twitter has got to be out of their fucking mind. But that's okay to post on Twitter. But if you if you post anything on Twitter about the election or about Trump, you're immediately slapped down. Go figure. All right. Senator Lindsey Graham is saying that U.S. soldiers will return to Afghanistan. Now check this out, guys. Senator Lindsey Graham, Republican from South Carolina, told the BBC, it's inevitable U.S. service members will return to Afghanistan someday. Graham told BBC's Hard Talk that Joe Biden's U.S. troops withdrawal and the Taliban's reemergence will demand that U.S. soldiers return to Afghanistan. We'll have to because the threat will be so large, Graham said. Why did we go back to Syria and Iraq? Why do we have 5,000 troops in Iraq today? It's because of the caliphate rising, projecting force outside of Iraq, killing Americans, killing the French, attacking the British. So yes, it will be a, a, a cauldron for radical Islamic behavior. You cannot deal with, with this over the horizon. 
Graham said that anyone believing that the Taliban have changed their ways for the better is misguided. Whether you like President Trump or not, whether you believe it's Trump's fault or Biden's fault, here's where we are as a world. The Taliban are not reformed, are not new. They have a view of the world out of sync with modern times. They're going to impose a lifestyle on the Afghan people that I think is going to make us all sick to our stomach. Most importantly, they are going to give safe haven to Al-Qaeda, whose ambitions to drive us out of the Middle East and attack us because of our way of life, we will be going back to Afghanistan as we went back into Iraq and Syria. The senator offered a plan to deal with the present situation and prevent the Taliban, Al-Qaeda, and ISIS from regaining terror on the free world. Help the resistance in the Tangi Valley. I'm hoping I pronounced that right. The Taliban will not be able to govern Afghanistan. They're hated by the Afghan people. What's going to happen over time is you're going to see the resistance rise. ISIS will come after the Taliban big time. And the entire country is going to fracture in the next year creating a perfect storm for Western interests to be attacked. You can do one of two things. You can say, that's no longer my problem, or hit them before they hit you. Graham tried to inform European viewers on the success of the Trump administration's policies in combating terrorism. He destroyed the caliphate. It rose on on Barack Obama's and Joe Biden's watch, and Trump sent the military in to destroy it. When he left, there were 2,500 U.S. soldiers on the ground with NATO allies. They're no longer there. He killed Iran's Qasem Soleimani, which I think is a good thing, He rebuilt the military in a fashion where we could be effective all over the globe. The deterioration of the military during the Obama years was real. And sadly, under Biden, our military is now being made the laughingstock of the world. So Senator Graham believes we may end up going back in there, given the terrorist threat that this whole thing represents. And we have Joe Biden to thank for it. All right. Gunslinger, you were last to comment, so you're up first. Well, again, what do you expect? (laughs) Those are the Twitter links to the fuck Joe Biden chant. They go directly to, t- to Twitter. Try those. Um, there are only a few seconds on each one of them. But it shows the mentality that the people are getting against this dumb fuck. Okay? They're going to continue to do this. 
continue, continue, continue. I mean, yeah, they could impeach, you know, Nappy Joe, Creepy Sleepy Joe. But then, like you said, you know, the hoe moves up. Hail to the hoe, okay? I I don't know if she would even be able to do a better job. I doubt, very seriously. No Democrats want to do that, obviously. And it's just like, you know, one evil choice right after another. Boom, boom, boom. And if that did happen, it's going to take, hell, it's probably going to take to 2024. And hopefully, I'm pretty sure Trump is going to run in 2024. He's going to win by a landslide. As long as they don't cheat, okay, there's always that possibility. You can never say that they're not going to do it. That's like me going up I there. Can. Well, you take chances, George, and I don't take the chances. And I just started to say that it's like going up there, and I'm starting to put my hands into a into a into a electrical panel, and I'm grabbing things, and I'm doing this. <clears throat> and what I failed to do was to check to see if the motherfucker was on or not. If it was off, I'm sitting here talking to you, aren't I? But if that motherfucker was on, I'd be a fucking little little grease spot on the goddamn floor because I would have been burned down. Okay? You never, never assume that shit is off. Same thing with this. They're just as dangerous as that, the Democrats. Okay? So you never assume. And you know what? When you, when you do it, when you uh, write down the word assume, it makes an ass out of you and me. I learned that back from the fucking Electrical Helper 101. My dad thought that was funny. Oh, yeah, you're going to assume you're going to get a suicide, just like suicide, because you assume that it's all, and you go over there and start fucking with it and doing shit, and then it burns you down, just like the Democrats will. There's no difference. Go ahead. Where are your disagree? I don't care. I've been there. I know. <laughs> Well, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. That gut feeling I've got, my gut feeling hasn't failed me on, you know, it hasn't failed me yet. So when it comes right down to it, I firmly believe that these jokers don't stand the snowball's chance. And that's and that's bottom line. And as far as their their capacity to cheat is concerned, oh, I don't doubt that they think about it. But at the same time, they know that once these audits are are fully brought to light, they know their their numbers up. That cheating is not going to be an option. But right now, we got to cons- we got to concern ourselves with 2022. And here's a question that, that that also comes to mind in all of this. What are they going to do, the Democrats, when they lose the House and the Senate in 2022? They lose. They lose a good chunk of their of their power 
in the, as a result. And if that happens, they know they don't stand a chance because the Republicans are going to sit there and cry, cry foul if they even remotely attempt anything stupid. And they know it. The world is watching. The world is watching. And people in this country, even people who vote Democrat, are sick and tired of the, of the Democratic dumbass bullshit. They're sick of it. And it's just a matter of time, folks. It really is just a matter of time. All right. So let's uh, move on to the next. Oh, wait a minute. Before I move on, I got to get Mike's comments. My bad. Mike, talk to me. Okay. On the case of them cheating, your gut feeling says they're not, they're not stupid enough to try, George. But the problem is you're talking about Democrats. And frankly, I, I think that one, don't care if they get caught, and two, they are stupid enough to try it. So, but they, like I said, they are Democrats. Now, as far as the, well, what that guy said, yeah, he's right. You know, yeah, well, what can you say about it? Uh, uh, Lindsey Graham, he may. He may have at one time had his his nose so far up John McCain's ass that you couldn't tell where one started and the other one ended, but that was before John McCain passed on. He's gotten better. Yeah, he may be a liberal squish Democrat, whatever. Uh, Well, liberal squish Democrat, uh, Republican, I mean, uh, a rhino maybe. But at least he, in this particular case, he's right. We're going to have to go back in, and probably sooner rather than later. Now, granted, it might have to be later if, uh, you know, let's see, this is September of 2021, right? Mid-September 2021, right? So let's see, we got another... Four or five months before the beginning of 2022, and and another six months after that is the election in November. So, and the how the new House and Senate don't take place, don't take uh, don't take over until 2023. If I'm doing the math right, so everything has everything won't come down until 2023 if if at all so going going one boom 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 you know having to go back in number one and then having a possible impeachment and removal from office i mean that's an ultimate and you know that's an ultimate lame duck presidency for whomever it is if it's Camel toe the hoe or whomever, because she, he, he, he's basically said that 
whoever comes after him, if 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 they get rid of him, basically has no shot of winning because of what he's done as he's doing these things, right? I mean, how can how can if it's camel toe the hoe or if it's Nancy Pelosi or X Y Z who who uh who camel toe might pick instead of Nancy, uh how can you whoever it is, uh you know say that they're gonna win after all the stuff that this idiot has done in office, raising the taxes, the pipeline, the this, the that, the Afghanistan, you know. And he was part, and here's what people don't, have probably forgotten. He was part of the administration that Madam Secretary, oh, uh, we, had a, we had a debacle in, what was it, Syria, Libya, Libya? Syria, whatever. Oh, oh, what does she say? What difference at this point does it make? Benghazi, you know. So he was part of a another debacle in foreign policy because he was part of Obama's administration when she was the uh, at the at you know in his administration as a secretary of defense or whatever it was that she was. So it shouldn't surprise you. Of course, we know that he's he is the guy that is, let's say, the third term of Obama. You know, Obama couldn't run for a third term, but he had his pre- he had help in getting his Vice President, the idiot, into office. So, what can you say? Debacle pretty much says it all. Back to you, George. Well, I'll put this to you guys. The call for Biden's impeachment is on the rise, and I mean it is going up exponentially. Uh, Representative Brian Mast, Republican from Florida, called for the impeachment of Joe Biden for committing treason with his disastrous Afghan withdrawal. During an interview on Sunday on One American News, the representative from Florida said at least 10,000 American lives were put in danger by Biden's actions in Afghanistan. Mast stressed impeachment absolutely must be taken into consideration. He added Biden's policy decisions lacked wisdom, which he attributed to an element of dementia. Now, Brian Mast posted on Twitter, Joe Biden should resign. Biden's incompetence and focus on the optics in the face of this humanitarian disaster is completely unforgivable. The Florida lawmaker went on to say Biden's actions openly contradicted his own statements. 
There's a lot of speculation by many that say Biden must have dementia or something. That might have something to do with the math. But if you go back and look at press conference after press conference and the way he keeps changing the story, I think it's more likely this guy is schizophrenic. Mast also said Biden may have manipulated intelligence data for political purposes, as well as given aid and comfort to the Taliban, all of which have met the constitutional definition of treason. Now, now I said this last week on this broadcast that Biden committed treason. And now this Florida lawmaker is saying the same thing. Other lawmakers have been saying the same thing. More and more lawmakers are coming forward and calling for this guy's impeachment. Trump was impeached for, for basically nonsense. Absolute and utter bullshit. So, yeah, okay, let's, let's remember that the Democrats, whose favorite mantra was, no one is above the law, impeached Trump twice in the Congress. And when it came time for the impeachment trial, he beat both. But Biden... I don't think he stands a snowball's chance in hell of beating him. Did Joe Biden, by his actions in this disastrous withdrawal, commit treason? If he openly sees the Taliban as a, as a legitimate government of Afghanistan, does that also clinch him being ch- uh, charged with treason? Because of the fact that he gave aid and comfort to the enemy. All right? Now think about that for a minute. All that equipment, the helicopters, the fixed-wing aircraft, the Humvees, the trucks, the weapons, the ammunition, the drones, all of these things were left there, and the Taliban immediately scapped it all up. Wow, that's not giving aid and comfort to the enemy, then what is? So did Biden, in fact, by his actions, commit treason, and does it get compounded, the charge, being charged with treason, if A, the hostages end up being killed, and B, because he gave aid and comfort to the enemy with all that military hardware? All right, Mike, you were last to comment, so start with you. Well, let me address what he, with the, when Mr. Mast said, said uh, uh, Representative Mast said, and he said he uses he used the term schizophrenic, right? We've been talking mm-hmm. about, you know, we've been talking about either, you know, 
uh, one of two things. Well, those one of two things. Those two things are bad. But I tell you what, if if this guy's schizophrenic, that's even worse. All right, because you never with those people, you don't know what they're gonna say at any given time, and what I mean, and schizophrenic tends to go hand in hand with like multiple personalities, you know. So you don't know what you're gonna get at any given time from a schiz somebody schizophrenic, you know. And if his policy, if he's that way, then his policies are the way. And and if you look at his press conferences, it's like, okay, on Monday he'll say this, then on Tuesday he'll say something totally different. And on Wednesday, that press conference will be even more different. So you can't, from day to day to day, you cannot, you know, uh, tell what tell what he's going to say. And hell, I'm beginning to see think that when they took him off the road during the campaign and have it had him, you know, in his basement for a lot of the time, where Trump was going to these different places and holding these rallies and doing this and doing that, and you know. And Biden was saying that he had to have known he was he was something was wrong with him, and there's a possibility that he was one of those three things. And if it's schizophrenic, then heaven help us, you know. I mean, and I, like I said, I don't think I don't I don't think they care because if they did, they wouldn't have put him off in the first place because. What they're doing to the man is elder abuse, but we've made that argument several times here on this on this program, but they don't seem to listen. So, but again, if he if he is truly schizophrenic, then that's really dangerous, and he's he's supposed to be the leader of the free world. It's dangerous. Back to you, George. Well, let me um <clears throat> let me uh, I'm going to pull up two I'm going to pull up three definitions. All right. I'm going to pull up three definitions, one for schizophrenia, one for dementia, and one for Alzheimer's. Now, having taken care of a parent who suffered from Alzheimer's, I can give you first-hand knowledge of what I witnessed with my own two uh, blue eyes. But rather than do that, all right, rather than do that, I will, of course, uh, give you the information that I have on both. So let's start with, before I go to Gunslinger's uh, comments, because I want to give everyone uh, all this information. All right. 
First of all, schizophrenia is a disorder that affects a person's ability to think, feel, and behave clearly. The exact cause of schizophrenia isn't known. But a, but a combination of genetics, environment, and altered brain chemistry and structure may play a role. Schizophrenia is characterized by thoughts or experiences that seem out of touch with reality. Disorganized speech or behavior and decreased participation in daily activities. Difficulty with concentration and memory may also be present. Treatment is usually lifelong and often involves a combination of medications, psychotherapy, and coordinated specialty care services. Right? That's, that's schizophrenia. Alzheimer's. Again, having had a, uh, a parent with Alzheimer's and having cared for her for seven years like I did, I saw what Alzheimer's does to a person firsthand. But Alzheimer's... And if I could scroll here, it would be nice. Is a progressive disease that destroys memory and other important mental functions. Brain cell connections and the cells themselves degenerate and die, eventually destroying memory and other important mental functions. Memory loss and confusion are the main symptoms. No cure exists. But medications and management strategies may temporarily improve symptoms. All right, and that's Alzheimer's. But here's what, here's what I have on dementia: a group of thinking and social symptoms that interferes with daily functioning. Not a specific disease. Dementia is a group of conditions characterized by impairment of at least two brain functions, such as memory loss and judgment. Symptoms include forgetfulness, limited social skills, and thinking abilities so impaired that it, in, that it interferes with daily functioning. Medications and therapies may help manage symptoms. Some causes are irreversible. Now, Again, Congressman Mast uh, has said that he committed treason by his actions, aid and comfort to the enemy, and so forth. And he believes that that Joe Biden is suffering from schizof- that he's a schizophrenic. Now, having the three definitions of each illness. Two of the three we've talked about on this broadcast many times, and that is dementia and Alzheimer's. Now you've been armed with more information. So, Gunslinger, I want to get your thoughts on what uh, Congressman Mass said, the growing call for Biden's impeachment, and could it be more uh, dementia 
or could it be more schizophrenic, uh, schizophrenia that is literally causing this man to lose it? So, Gunslinger, go ahead. Lose it ain't even half the word. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no comment. That boy is totally gone. Okay. Now, you know, when you have, you know, people that suffer from these symptoms that you just said, these three, in my opinion, they need an electrician to come out and straighten their fucking shorts out. Okay. Because it is a it is a short circuit in the brain, electrical activity. You know that. You know that's what a what's that EKG? I mean, that thing you put on your head and it reads the electrical signals in your brain. Elect- Same thing. It's it's called it's called an electroencephalogram or EEG. EEG. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah, electro. Yeah. That that that, that, reads- that that's the test to determine the you know what your brainwave what's going on with your brainwave pattern. Uh, it does not necessarily, uh, is not necessarily a, def- a definitive way to test for any of the three conditions that I've already uh, met, that I've pointed out. It is clear, it, all it does is determine that there is a problem in the brainwave pattern. And that, of course, yeah, further testing would be necessary. It just, it, it just measures the brain activity, which is an electrical activity. So with these mm-hmm. with these disorders, okay, there is a problem with the normal brain electrical activity. Okay, there's a short circuit somewhere, just like in a building or a house in the electrical wiring. Same thing. Okay, well, only one thing is living and the other thing's not. Brain is obviously living. This guy's suffering from at least, I'd say at least two of these. Okay. Because he doesn't know where he is, he can't complete sentences in a speech. He just sits there like he, like he's a never never land. You know, it's like all of a sudden he's he, he's just yakking at his fucking mouth, and all of a sudden he'll shut up and he'll just like, okay, tilt tilt. I'm gone. Catch you later. Nappy time. And still standing at the podium. <laughs> okay. You can tell there's there's something going you know something going on very serious, and it's unfortunate that people of that age get that. We'll probably all be there, I imagine, one day if we make it that long. Um, but if you are suffering from that type of disorder, mental disorder, mental issue, whatever you want to call it, uh, you do not need to be in a power position like he's in. Okay, you need to have your your smarts about you. You need to be cool, calm, and collected. I call it the three C's. Cool, calm, and collected. Okay, and the only way you can do that is to have normal brain function. Okay, not none of this shit. Not what you're seeing right now. you got to be able to make decisions on the fly. Boom, boom, boom. You cannot sit there and think about it. Okay. Because it could cost people with lives, okay, no doubt about it. It's like just a it's a it's it's a spur of the moment decision that you either have to choose A or B. You know, neither one of you carry a gun. I do. So if in case I had to use this said gun, 
it would be a split-second decision. I could not sit there and think about it. Well, this guy is walking toward me, and he's making to kill my ass, so let me take about 30 minutes to, you know, 30 minutes, a minute, or whatever, and, and decide. Now, what am I going to do here? It's too late. It, it, I'd be pushing up daisies, roses, pedestals, whatever you want to call it, okay? So I would have to make that split decision right then called a judgment call. This motherfucker is not capable of doing it. Go ahead. You know, I, I'll put it to you like this, guys. <clears throat> um, I'm not. A, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. Although I could probably play one on TV. <laughs> but the, the the whole thing is, we're talking about a man who is in the White House, stolen election notwithstanding. The fact that he's in the White House, in a position of power, and this man, as Gunslinger pointed out, can't get straight where he's at, fumbles over his sentences, and literally makes statements and comments that are so outrageous that a normal human being would never make. Okay? So I, I see I see one of two things happening here. Okay? They're propping this guy up. Okay, they're propping this guy up. He even admitted that he was told not to do something. Why would why would he make that kind of admission? Apparently, he was having a moment where his brain told him to say it. Even though he shouldn't have, he did. He admitted that he was told not to do something. And this guy is supposed to be allegedly the president of the United States? And I agree with Gunslinger when he says that if you have even just one of these conditions, you should not be in the position of authority like that. Because you are placing lives in jeopardy. And what has he done with this withdrawal? He placed people's lives in jeopardy. There are Americans... In, they're sitting in six planes that want to leave, but the Taliban won't let them leave unless their demands are met. That sounds like a hostage situation to me if ever I heard one. And where did he go while all of this is going on? He went to Delaware to sit in his basement. Really? You go on vacation knowing full well that there are American lives in danger because of your stupid ass? Are you fucking Looney Tunes? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I, and you're right. He is. I agree with you. So we're kind of this country is is in serious trouble, America. We are in serious trouble. We cannot let the Democrats continue to hold power like this. And now there's talk. I don't know how how true this is. I've only seen a, a couple of articles of late where there, there are actually some people saying that we could be faced with another full lockdown again because of the Delta variant. There is a lot of chatter going around with, around One American News and Newsmax talking about how it's possible they could start mandating that people get vaccinated. So if, if we end up with another lockdown and it happens, say, around the time the election's rolling in for 2022 and, and 2024, now that might be the catalyst for them to cheat if they, if they even think that they can try it. At the very least, if they don't cheat, what they'll do is they'll use this as a way to limit people going out to vote. California has made it clear that they are doing solely mail-in balloting. You know what can happen with that shit real quick. All right. In my talking points, I talked about a man who is running for the New York for New York Senate. He's running for the New York State Senate. Now, according to the Gateway pundit, accused rapist Youssef Salam of Central of the Central Park Five is running for state senate in New York. Yes, folks. An accused rapist is going to run for state senator in New York. Now, it says here, in case you don't know the story behind the Central Park Five, Ann Coulter published an amazing piece on the brutal criminal, act, uh, criminal attack in 2014. Now, Youssef is running for state senator. Salam's claim to fame is being convicted of raping a white woman, and beating her into a coma. Well, this comes from the, New- from the Daily News. Nearly 20 years after a judge vacated convictions against him and four of his buddies in one of the most sensational criminal justice cases in, this, in city history, Salam has told associates that he is running to fill the seat being vacated by Harlem State Senator Brian Benjamin, Democrat, who was nominated last week to be New York's next lieutenant governor. The lieutenant governor is next in line to become governor. That's how the god-awful Kathy Hochul got her current job. Maybe if Salam wins, and with his qualifications, he is likely to... In Harlem, he will be next in line 
for lieutenant governor. So this this sleazy son of a bitch is running for state senator. Obviously, he's running as a Democrat. Hmm. Didn't New York get enough, get sick and tired of Andy Cuomo, the, who's being accused of sexually harassing 11 women? One of those 11 women filed, filed a, a criminal complaint against him in Albany County, and the Albany County Sheriff's Department is investigating. And of course, let's not forget, Andrew Cuomo through his mandate last year, caused the deaths of thousands of seniors here in the state of New York in nursing homes by, have, by mandating that COVID-positive patients be sent to nursing homes. Hmm. That's like, that's like taking a hand grenade and throwing it into somebody's living room and a room full of people end up dying from the shrapnel. All right, guys. Here we go. Kesslinger, uh, I think it was you that commented last, so let me get your thoughts on Yousef Salam's running for state senator of New York. One of the Central Park Five. Go ahead. Well, you know, you you see what he was guilty of doing. Uh, they these people don't care. They'll 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 elect the devil himself. Okay, if they had the opportunity to, especially in New York or Chicago or any of these big fucking liberal Democrat cesspools. Okay. Uh, you know, you know the old saying goes that, that, that if you got a huge, gigantic iceberg out there, the tip is only going to show. Okay, that's all they seen when the when the Titanic hit that iceberg. They just seen the tip of the iceberg. That fucking iceberg was shit. That son of a bitch was big as a mountain under under the water. Okay, so that's just that's just the one that they just they get caught at. Imagine what they don't get caught. Imagine what's going on right now, what's below the water, okay, of this iceberg, okay? And this is, you know, just a little tip sticking up, you know. Oh, that ain't nothing. Hell, we go right around that motherfucker. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's, what this, that's what the crew on the Titanic said, too. You see what happened to that motherfucker. <laughs> Sunk like a rock. So you can't trust what you see, okay, especially what you hear. So with these people like that, what's my famous words? Birds of a feather flock together, don't they? Go ahead. Well, it doesn't surprise me in any way whatsoever. It really doesn't. Because, like you just said, Gunn, Birds of a feather flock together. And these Democrats are, are stupid enough. Now, yes, a judge vacated the convictions. 
but still. A man who was accused and convicted at one time of raping a woman and putting her in a coma is now going to run for state senator here in New York? That's sick. That's absolutely fucking sick. Mike, what do you think of all this? Absolutely. Does it not surprise you? It's a New York Democrat. I mean, think about it. You had a sick puppy and your former governor. You don't know what's going on through Hotel's mind. Yeah, she's a Democrat, but she could be just as sick as he is. And then you got this, and of course, your, your attorney general up there, or your DA or whatever, has been going after Trump all these years. So, but like you say, birds of a feather, feather flock together, and... If he, if this person thinks he's gonna win, I mean, yeah, there's a possibility he's gonna win, but I don't think the, I don't think the people in New York, even if they are mostly liberal, are gonna look at this guy and say, I want him as my next, you know, lieutenant governor, governor, whatever it is. I don't think that's gonna happen. They just soon, they just soon uh, vote for a total. You know, rather than this guy. Well, he, he's, this he's guy, not running for lieutenant governor. He's running for state senator. State senator. Okay, so I don't know what district he's running in, where he's running at. I, guess, I would assume it's, like it's one of the New York. Oh, Harlem. Okay, so yeah. So yeah, New York City, whatever whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you know. So, sure, he's going to for maybe, I mean... I would think that the uh, the people, the good people of Harlem, aren't going to want that. But you can never tell with these things. Back to you, George. It's hard to say what what happens. I mean, look at the district that uh, that uh, asshole on crack uh, represents. They voted <laughs> for her. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And look what that got! Look what that got in New York. Mm-hmm. An asshole on crack <laughs> to go with a senator in, from New York. That's uh, uh, let's see. Oh yeah, who's a schmuck? And I don't even have to say his name. You can pretty much guess what I mean by that. Well, gentlemen, we have just about run out of time here on the broadcast. I want to thank all the folks uh, watching on the video platforms for tuning in tonight. And, of course, uh, my two good buddies here on the, on the call, Gunslinger and Mike, and all of you watching and listening by archives. If what Firefox News Online does is something that, that you enjoy and, and you want to see continue, help us out here. Help us out. Go to paypal.me slash firefoxnewsonline. That's paypal.me slash firefoxnewsonline. You can make a non-tax-deductible donation, which means you cannot take this off on your taxes. But what it does do is it helps a broadcast stay afloat. A lot of what I do here 
when the donations don't come in is come is is literally coming out of my pocket and sometimes you know I have to borrow from Peter to pay Paul when donations come in it helps immensely because it keeps this broadcast going now having said that we go now to final thoughts and of course I like to start with Louisiana but before I go to final thoughts very quickly Mike What's the situation in Louisiana in, in the aftermath of, uh, of Ida? Has, have they, are they still, uh, is, are they still without power and other needed uh, utilities, or has, has, has anything in, uh, improved there since? Well, it appears that, that they're planning on within the next, say, week, week and a half, to probably have most of the power restored in the in the greater New Orleans area, so it's getting better. All right, so that that's that's basically your update there. It's it's getting better. All right, so now so, let's go to final thoughts and Mike. Dardo, okay, give so, us your final thoughts for the night. Okay, so you've got a schmuck as your senator. you got an asshole on crack. you got a degenerate that used to be your governor. You've got an incompetent that is your, is your current governor or your interim governor or whatever you want to call her. You've got an evil bitch that is your attorney general or your DA or whatever you want to call them, her, her as well. So that's your, that's your leadership, right? Uh, and that's your leadership in, in the state of New York. And of course we don't, we don't want to forget, uh, your, your famous Senator, your famous, uh, your famous House member, congressional member, uh, Mr. No Nats himself, you know. Um, so that's your that's your leadership. That's your democrat. That's what passes for democratic leadership in the state of New York. Hmm. Hmm. You know, and and I mean and. Oh yeah, you you'll get you'll get people like Claudia Tenney, you know, who's, who seems to be a good person and uh, kind of a firebrand, but it's few and far between, you know. When when you've got when you've got that when you've got all these Democrats that basically the power center we've we both we've all said this, George. The power center in New York is Manhattan, New York City, right? You know, basically, and it's that's liberal, that's liberal land. So, you know, what can you do? I mean, you chuck the schmuck and no Nats Nadler and all these guys that, and of course, it's now this this guy that's running in Harlem. You know, 
who has his problems as well. So uh, what can you say? It's New York. God bless America, huh? All right. Gunslinger, your final thoughts, please. Well, in the in the wake of that hurricane down there in Louisiana, I read a couple articles a couple days ago that there's already been at least two people that were killed by um, running generators inside their house. <laughs> people don't do that. I mean, why don't you park your car in your living room and run it? Let's see how long you live. A generator is powered by a fucking internal combustion engine. Okay, it produces carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide can kill you. Okay, so be smart and don't run generator. If you want to run generator, try and set it outside. You know, put a tarp over or something, or a range or whatever. Okay, but do not put it in your garage or in your house. Carbon dioxide can seep in around you know doors, windows, whatever. Okay, it can get into a house. And you won't have you won't you you won't even know what hits you. Go to sleep and don't wake up. That's what carbon dioxide does. So you know, be a little bit smarter than the average bear, as the old thing goes. As for dementia, Joe, and the hoe. I mean, either either choice. Well, including Piglosi, no, the of the three. It's like three Stooges, any, mini, mighty, mo. They're both fucked up. All three of them fucked up. Uh, like I said, it would take a number of years for that to happen, hopefully. Please, some one of them drops dead or whatever. Um, hopefully Trump is going to win, you know, run in 2024. But we'll see what 2022 has to say. That would kind of be a breaking point. That would be kind of... you. Whoever wins 2022... Hopefully the the, the um, Republican do take back everything, the House, Senate, and all that shit. Then you'll probably see how it's kind of going to, going to, which direction it's going to go. Remember what I said, I always base it on evidence, on history. What has history told us? Okay. And if they make history this time, then it may go pretty good in 2024. Who knows? I don't know. I don't have no fucking crystal ball. Okay. Uh, so... But it, that, that would be the breaking point. Go ahead. Get your letter. Well, in my final thoughts tonight, let me, um, let me just say that uh, Joe Biden, you're a traitor. You've committed acts of treason against this country and should be charged accordingly and dealt with properly. By giving aid and comfort to the enemy, you have placed this country in dire straits, in mortal danger. You have allowed the Taliban to take American hostages. And by doing so, you have in effect, in effect, Told those American lives, you're not worth a pled nickel. 
Do I believe in my heart that he's committed treason? Absolutely. Do I believe in my heart that he should be removed and charged accordingly? Definitely. Do I believe in my heart that my gut feeling about 2022 and 2024 is as strong as a bull in a china shop? You'd better believe it, baby. Because bottom line, people who voted, actually voted for Joe Biden, are learning a very hard lesson, and many of them regret their decision. This president, if you want, if, for those of you who call him such, not only committed treason, but he has committed actions that have endangered our economy, that have endangered this country physically, morally, and ethically. Joe Biden has done what no one sitting in that White House should ever do, continues to allow the southern border to be wide open, and God only knows what's getting in here. Members of MS-13, terrorist sympathizers that can easily disappear and go to terror cells anywhere that they're sitting in this country right now. And to my knowledge, Many of the terror cells in this country still are operating, but now they'll be operating at a larger capacity thanks to Joe Biden. Bottom line is, our country is in dire straits, in mortal danger, and we, the American people, must demand, and I can't stress this enough, we must demand the immediate impeachment of Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and anyone else who fully supports Joe Biden and what he's done. Now, the 2022 election, if the Republicans are are able to take back the House and the Senate, they won't be able to act on anything officially until 23 when they're, they officially take over. But I have a message for the Republicans in the House and the Senate. If you take over both, don't waste time. The Democrats didn't waste time when they went after President Trump. They went full bore. And the shit that they accused him of, he never did. But yet they were able to get an impeachment against him. They couldn't win the Senate trials, but they still impeached him in the Congress. And they impeached him for lesser things and lies. And you know it. So come 2022, America, vote these Democrat losers out. Get them out of there. They are destroying this country. 
Remember what Biden did by shutting down the XL pipeline. Remember his actions with the southern border and the recent events with Afghanistan and the ongoing situation where American lives could be lost if the Taliban's demands are not met. And if Joe Biden does capitulate and state that the Taliban is the legitimate government of Afghanistan, that should ensure his charge of treason. Because he will, legit, he will have given legitimacy to a known terrorist organization. As for Yosef Salam, anyone who votes for him to become a New York State Senator is a fool. He doesn't belong running, much less being considered a legitimate candidate. While his conviction may have been vacated, what happened to his victim should remain up front in your minds. Do you want that kind of person representing you in the Senate here in New York? I certainly don't. Look what Cuomo did to 11 women. Look what he did. And he needs to be criminally charged, tried, and ultimately convicted. Not just of the, the sexual harassment, but I firmly believe he should be criminally charged in the deaths of thousands of seniors. I have a message for Janice Dean, meteorologist of Fox News Channel. And I hope that someone who knows her will tell her that I said the following. You are more than just a meteorologist. You're a journalist. You are also the wife of a man who lost his parents at the hands of Andrew Cuomo's mandate, along with thousands of other New Yorkers. The demand for justice is loud and clear. We demand justice with Joe Biden and him being dealt with accordingly, and not just him, as I said, Harris, Pelosi, Schumer, and others who support Joe Biden's actions. This country cannot survive another Obama term already in progress. And yes, I consider it an Obama third term because everything that Biden is doing is similar to what Barack Obama would have done had there not been term limits. Or Hillary would have done if she had gotten in instead of Trump. 
to the battleground states that are on the fence about audits, stop being on the fence. Get the job done. Because once these audits come to light, and the truth is just, is proven, and it's proven true that the Democrats were behind the theft of the 2020 election, nothing they do down the road will matter. Well, that'll do it for this edition of Firefox News Online. For the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. From the Firefox News Online headquarters in New York. We'll be back on Tuesday night at 9, at, almost at the wrong time, at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Until then, America, good night.